Have you ever noticed how terrible guys are at texting? I have. It's like they can only be bothered to write the shortest, lamest thing because anything else would be too taxing for their very little brains. So you're trying to get to know a guy and all he could do is send you emojis and pictures of his lunch. It's maddening. I think we could both agree. So then why do you sometimes write texts that sound a lot like the guys that you complain about? In this Love You podcast, we're going to explore the art of texting and explain how you could do better than the men who drive you nuts. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn eight texts that are turnoffs to men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Every week, I'm on the phone with my clients on Tuesday night. This is the Love You Live community. we got a whole bunch of people on Zoom. And a good portion of my job is listening to smart women complain about men, very specifically complaining that men are boring and lazy, uninteresting, stupid, and that their text conversation is just dying. What's wrong with these guys? And what doesn't occur to them, and this is hard because, again, I'm not defending men who are terrible at texting, is that my clients are about 50% of the problem. Like This is an a problem that's equally shared. They're expecting men to be great at it, but they're not always great at it themselves. So this podcast isn't about letting boring, lazy guys off the hook. This is about reminding you what you can do better to stand out and make guys take notice when you've got nothing but your phone on your side. So number one, and these are the texts that turn men off, which is to say they're ineffective in getting the response that you want. Number one, Tell me more about yourself. This is a pet peeve of mine. Um, I just had a client who did this and we weren't even on a, uh, an app. We were using a conventional dating site like Match.com. So this guy's got this long profile um, and he writes this long email and she's a doctor. She's busy. So she's like, oh my God, Brad, thanks for the email. Tell me more about yourself. We're like, literally, that's what he just did. And she was the one who was dropping the ball. So tell me more about yourself is a response, but it's really just a volley. It basically means I'm not going to take the time to read your profile, look at what you wrote to me, pull out something, say something interesting. It's just, I, I've received your missive. I acknowledge you reached out to me. Now try harder to impress me. So um, never, ever say, tell me more about yourself. Now you might argue, but some guys don't say anything about themselves. There's so little information on the apps. You're right. At the same time, tell me more about yourself isn't a great question. It's too broad. That's like going to college and then your professor says, write me a 40 page paper. What? <laughs> on what? Give me some direction. So the more pointed you are with how you talk to someone, the more you could express opinions and observations or ask incisive questions about something specific. Specific questions elicit a specific answer. Tell me more about yourself does nothing except kill the conversation. Number two, what not to do. What do you do for fun? And, and again, if you're feeling personally indicted by these questions, that's good. That means you're doing something that can be improved, right? So what do you do for fun? 
Um, it's almost the equivalent of tell me more about yourself, isn't it? I, I can't be bothered to read deeper, comment on one of your photos, grab a detail from your profile. All I could do is send this open-ended missive back to you and sort of hope that you write something interesting back to me. And that's really where my pet peeve with this is. You've got men and women just volleying nonsense back and forth, and nobody's taking the time to really engage and say something good. So when you say something good, now the conversation becomes easier for, for everybody. So you're expecting him to say something really good and interesting. He's expecting you to say something interesting. And now we've got two people who are just <laughs> saying, you know, what's up? Not much. How are you? Like nothing, nothing. All right. You can tell I'm not a big fan of texting, but if you're going to do it, let's figure out how to do it better. So what do you do for fun is also open-ended, boring, puts the onus on the reader to come up with something clever instead of putting the onus on you. Number three, how is your day? And again, guys do all this. Anything I'm telling you, you could do better. These are the things that you don't like about guys. How is your day? Terribly generic. Ask something specific and you'll get something better, right? If you, if all of your conversations sound like literally anybody in the world could say the same thing, you're doing the conversation wrong. And that, that is, that's a, that's a challenge. But there is a reason that people, you know, you may defend, there's a reason that people um, speak in cliches. Uh, it's because we don't always have something interesting to say. Yes, I know. And that's how you get, you get lost in a sea of other people that he's texting. Right? Our job is to try to do better, to try to differentiate, to try to stand out, to avoid falling into the most common traps. So it's not to say that if you fall into these traps that you're you're horrible or stupid, uh, but rather um, if you take a couple seconds, maybe you can come up with something better than writing the same thing that 20 other women wrote to him that day. You get that? Number four, and again, I know you've seen it before. What are you up to this weekend? Um, what are you up to this weekend is sort of like you asking him out. And I don't know if you need to ask him out. I don't think that's necessary. I think we want the guy to express the initiative to see you. He's the one who's supplying the gas. He's the one who's pushing it forward, right? And that's how you could tell he desires you is because he leads and wants to initiate contact, meet in person. He suggests that. So the second you say, what are you up to this weekend? And sounds more like a leading question, even though it's obviously an innocent question, right? I'd be more likely to tell him what you're doing <laughs> this weekend or to suggest something specific that is that you read about that you find really interesting than to do the open-ended generic version of this. Number five, uh, this is another one that hurts me because I see it happen all the time. I'm so busy this week at work. I'm, or I'm slammed at work or, oh my God, I'm just, I've got so much to do. And it may be true, because you're a busy independent career woman and that's totally cool. It never makes the person who's receiving it feel good. It never makes the person who's receiving it feel like a priority. So we could say, well, it's true. And now I'm sort of providing cover for the excuse as to why I don't have time to text him or talk to him or see him. But all you're basically doing is you know, writing a one-line excuse saying, I'm too busy to have a relationship with you. I'm too busy to talk to you. I'm too busy to reply to you. I'm too busy to see you, to invest any time in getting to know you, right? 
in a way, I mean, I guess it's a way of stalling and keeping things alive, but in a way you're, you're telling on yourself, right? And you're making the person feel bad uh, by proxy. The I'm too busy to have this conversation right now. And think about what it's like when you receive that email from a man right, who tells you how busy he is. And you're like, okay, well, why are we having this conversation? Give me a guy who's less busy and wants to meet me this Friday night. And that's that's remains the challenging thing about uh, talking about what's wrong with with uh, uh, very common text messages is these are the things that men write to you that you know leave you nowhere, uh, but people tend to say the same things over and over. This is not gender specific. I just happen to be a coach for women. I will remind you. Number seven. Here's my number. Um, now again, if you're texting, he already has your number. I'm talking about like you know texting via an app. Um, once again, I don't think you need to speed things along. I think we want him to do that. And more importantly, we want to give actionable advice. So if you're ever going to say, uh, hey, John, here's my number, what we want to do is follow that up with something more specific. I'm around tonight at 7.30. Can't wait to hear your voice. That is a text. Why? Because it's setting an appointment. It's setting an expectation. You're actually setting up a phone date, a Zoom date. Right? You're asking him to confirm, you're making a time other than setting up another round of text tag or phone tag. So never just give someone your number right? flatly, give them your number and exactly what you want them to do with it. And that'll save you some friction back and forth and momentum lost, if that makes sense. Finally, number eight, where is this relationship going? Now, you could substitute this for any number of lines. This is just sort of the easiest one. You never, ever, ever want to have a relationship discussion via text. Not with a guy you've been kind of casually seeing, not with a man that you've been dating for two years. You should never say anything of importance via text because it leaves out nuance, it leaves out emotion, body language, the ability for someone to respond in real time, right? to have a, a, a nuanced discussion about something that's genuinely high stakes, like where is this relationship going? I'm a dating coach for women. I have a community of, of women on Facebook, hundreds of women, and they share their screenshots of what their boyfriends text them and, and, and what, what they text back. And sometimes you're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you said that via text. You gave him an ultimatum, you threatened him, you insulted him, right? And it's out of emotion. It's because she's not getting her needs met. It's not the way to handle it. So it's okay if you ever wanna dump a guy, it's okay if you wanna have a relationship discussion. This is never the way to do it. You wanna turn off a guy, definitely litigate your relationship via text. That will be, that'll be a, a sign to run for the hills. So I'm sorry to provide all this negative reinforcement about what you're doing wrong, but the good news is that there's a better way to do this. These are the same texts that men write to you. These are the same things you don't like to receive from men. This is all pretty universal. So now we're just using texting as a substitute for real life conversation. So what we wanna do is simulate real life conversation, good real life conversation, right? It's not just pointing out what you're doing wrong, it's about trying to figure out how to do it right. It's about listening, providing some context and responding accordingly. So if you're gonna have conversation with someone in any form, if you're doing this in real life, if you're standing in line at the bank, right? we talk in paragraphs, we don't do sort of one-liners. 
Hi, how are you? How was your day? Nice clothes you're wearing. Like we talk in larger, more discursive paragraphs. So ask questions when you're writing text. Tell stories, anything other than what's up? How's your day? What do you do for fun? What are you up to this weekend? Send me more pics. Think, think, think this through. What's the point of sending a text if it leads nowhere? We're trying to build something. We want it to have some momentum. What, what do you want to have happen from writing these texts? What's the end game? Right? The end game can't just be to, to keep a, a dead conversation alive by, by doing the most boring things. So do you want to write one line back and forth for weeks without any momentum? Do you want to keep things so light that you never actually learn anything about him? Do you want to get stuck in texting hell? Right? Which is this, this sort of power struggle where you never know when he's going to text you and it's really intermittent and you have no idea when you're ever going to hear from him, if you're ever going to hear from him. Do you want to stay in that place and wonder how you keep on ending up there with all these guys that you're meeting from the apps? Of course, the answer is no. So good, good texting technique is a give and a take. I call it passing the baton, like the 400, four by 100 meter relay pass the baton, you place it right in their hand, you show them what to do next. If the baton stops with you, if you're the person who kills the momentum, it shouldn't be much of a surprise that online dating doesn't feel very good for you right now. And this, again, this very challenging thing that's at the crux of, of most people's love lives, um, dating apps and texting, this is what we work on in Love You. Being the best version of yourself so that quality men choose you above everybody else that they're talking to. So click on the link below. Look forward to talking to you. Can't wait to see you in class. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.